Welcome to the 6-8 Culture Podcast, an international community where we share stories of transformation and restoration from the inside out, based on justice, kindness, and humility. Come journey with us. I'm your host, Rob McKinley. With 2020 drawing to a close, I want to share a little on our first season and thank everyone for the part you're playing in the 6-8 culture movement. There are many thank yous. Thank you to Tina Tsai. This wouldn't have been possible without you. Thank you to the incredible guests who have shared your journeys in justice, kindness, and humility. And thank you to you, the listeners. We're growing in steady traction. And as of today, we just hit our 20th listening country. So thank you for being part of our family. We just launched a new website for all things 6-8 Culture Podcast. Please check it out at www.68culture.org. We'd love to hear from you. The 6-8 Culture Podcast launched on October 5th, 2020, and has just hit its 15th episode here in the last week of December. For most people, 2020 has been a challenging year to say the least. For me personally, I was blissfully learning in Ethiopia back in March, meeting with some of the most incredibly tenacious people and development organizations there are. Then COVID-19 country closures hit us. Global panic set in. My trip was cut short. I flew back to the west coast of Canada via Frankfurt, Germany and Montreal. Frankfurt, one of the largest airports on the planet, was like a ghost town. I joined the masses and the ranks of the unemployed and our world as we knew it had been turned upside down. But just as darkness encroaches on us more and more, our light becomes more and more apparent. And as the old adage says, when life gives you lemons, squirt someone in the eye. No, no, wait. When life gives you lemons, simply make lemonade. This is beyond a cliched mantra. There's a deeper truth. As we've heard from many of our season one guests, there's a common theme of seeing blessing through suffering. I wanna share with you a little story of encouragement, but first, let's briefly touch on our first season of guests. It's been a steady and continuous inclined learning curve of interviews, editing, and producing. So thank you to everyone for your grace and participation as we've journeyed on this together. My first guest was the CEO of The Plastic Bank, David Katz. He shares compelling stories of the work The Plastic Bank is doing. They're second to none when it comes to the one-two-three punch of eradicating plastics from our oceans, championing social plastic, and empowering the desperately impoverished with income opportunities. More on them can be found at PlasticBank.com. Our next guest was Brian McConaughey. Growing up in Northern Ireland, he faced personal learning challenges and living in a violent culture known as the Troubles at that time in Ireland. He was a forensic scientist with the RCMP, helped solve Canada's most notorious serial killer case of Robert Willie Picton, as well as the international pedophile case of Christopher Swirlface Neal. He's the founder of Ratanak International, an NGO on the front lines of combating human trafficking and slavery in Cambodia. 
You may want to listen to this one several times. More on Brian and Ratanak can be found at ratanak.org. That's R-A-T-A-N-A-K dot org. Next, we moved to multi-award winning Canadian music treasure, Allie Matthews. Allie has used her voice and musical gifts to advocate for some of the world's most impoverished children. Some of her outstanding music is featured on episode 6. More on Allie can be found at AllieMatthews.com. Next, I had the pleasure of featuring another Canadian treasure, someone I consider a mentor, brother, and friend, Mark Buchanan. He's recognized as one of the most technically gifted Christian authors on the planet today. An author, editor, speaker, and professor with some incredible global stories, he shares on justice, kindness, and humility, as well as his own personal journey. More on Mark can be found at markbuchanan.net. Episodes 9 and 10 featured Kevin Knight. He's the co-founder of Mana for Life Cambodia, an organization that aims to empower local Cambodians to direct their own sustainable change. Kevin's is an incredible story of one man's journey from addiction in the downtown east side streets of Vancouver to establishing an NGO that empowers the far reaches of the poorest in Cambodia. More on Kevin and Mana for Life Cambodia can be found at manaforlifecambodia.org. Canadian human rights advocate Jamie McIntosh joined us for episode 11. His CV is both deep and wide. His leadership has influenced many organizations for the better, including International Justice Mission, World Vision, Mercy Ships, and Compassion Canada. Jamie is also a poet. He shares some heart-touching stories from around the world in places such as Somalia, India, Haiti, and Bolivia. More on Jamie and Compassion Canada can be found at compassion.ca. Episode 12 featured the brilliant Anu Kanjanathopal, who is the Executive Director of International Justice Mission Canada. She shares from the heart of her growing up in India and her current work with IJM. Her efforts have helped emancipate tens of thousands of people from forced labor slavery. IJM also works in the areas of sex trafficking, sexual violence against children, citizenship rights abuse, police abuse of power, land theft, and more. They rescue victims, bring criminals to justice, restore survivors, and strengthen justice systems. For more on Anu and IJM, go to ijm.ca. In episode 13, we heard from one of the kindest people I am blessed to know, Jobin Sam. Jobin is a self-described sojourner who has found a treasure worth selling everything for. He and his family reside in rural northern Uganda. He shares touching stories of incarnational living with the marginalized of Uganda. An incredibly gifted writer as well, his choices of living will leave you not only inspired, but on the path of reevaluating your own life. We wrapped up the year with film documentarian and author Jared Brock. Jared is co-founder of Hope for the Sold, an abolitionist charity that fights human trafficking. Many have seen his documentaries Red Light, Green Light, and Over 18. His recent work, Redeeming Uncle Tom, will leave you in tears of hope seeing the U.S. Civil War through newly focused lenses. An accomplished writer, he's featured in the most well-known magazines on the planet and on the cutting edge of redeeming our tech-saturated society to be its taskmasters rather than slaves. Jared has a unique methodology of equipping us to better living. 
His work can be found at jaredabrock.com. I want to leave you with a story, one of hope. We all need hope, especially this year, and with the state that the world is in. But we're also called to be the bearers of hope, even when we feel hopeless. The ironic thing is, when we offer hope to others, it grows strongest within us. Give it away, and it exponentially grows. This story is called The Colorless Tiger. Sit back with a good cup of coffee or kombucha and enjoy. Once upon a time, there was a colorless tiger. He had only black and white stripes and some shades of gray. He was very sad. People would come from all over to look at him in the zoo and gawk at him. He inspired many painters to come, and these painters would come and paint colors on him, but just in a matter of moments, the paint would drip away and he would resume back to his black and white coat. One day, a very famous and eccentric painter heard about him. He was renowned for his paintings in the sense that he had a paintbrush yet never used any canvas, paper, or even any paint. As the tiger was the focus of ridicule amongst the animals, so too was the painter amongst his painting contemporaries. He decided to step in and see if he could paint this colorless tiger. As he stepped into the cage, he slowly brushed the tiger, stroke by stroke, up and down his fur. Then he started whispering something into his ear. And as he was doing this, vibrant colors began appearing on the tiger. Everyone was amazed and bewildered and asked how these incredible colors were appearing on the tiger like this. He said, my paintbrush paints life. It paints the good in life. I don't need paint to paint that. What he whispered in the tiger's ear was this. In just a matter of days, you will soon be free. In just a matter of days, you will soon be free. The more he whispered this, the brighter and more vibrant the tiger's colors became. By the end of it all, the zoo authorities were so enamored by the change in the tiger, they opened the cage and let him free to wander around the forest again as he was meant to live. As he was meant to live. We all hold paintbrushes in our hands. We can choose to use them to paint our own lives or be part of a greater masterpiece for someone else. A masterpiece of emancipation, joy, freedom, restoration, and dignity. What the painter really did was he planted a seed of hope in the tiger. My hope is that in 2021, we find ourselves more resilient to adversity and our focus is that of justice, kindness, and humility for all. When we find ourselves caught in a social media vortex of opinion or news saturation of the catastrophic, we simply turn. We turn it off and turn towards planting seeds of hope, inspiration, and equipping others for our world to become a more just, kind, and humble place. A reminder to check out the new 6-8 Culture website. I'm thrilled with it. You can listen directly, follow on the platform of your choice, view guest bios, 6-8 Culture history, ways to partner with us, voicemail feedback, contacting us links, and much more. Again, that can be found at 68culture.org. That's 68culture.org. Neil Donald Walsh said the struggle ends when gratitude begins. 
something for us all to take into 2021. To reach us, leave a review, partner with us, suggestions, or anything else, check us out at 68culture.org. Thanks for sharing your time with the 68 Culture Podcast, where we share stories of personal transformation that are making our world a more just, kind, and humble place. Join us for our next session of Impacting Stories with 68 Culture. This is Rob McKinley signing out with a reminder for us all to act justly, to be kind, and to walk humble.